episode 96. It never rains in Southern California. <sighs> Welcome to the show. It's your boy Kaleo. There's E Rich, there's CB, and we are back tonight with our Black Business Series. And tonight we got Mr. Ellis Edmond from LME Mobile Detailing. CB, the show, bro. Tonight with our series. And tonight we got Mr. Ellis Edmond from LME Mobile Detailing. Yeah, you might, you might have to grab those earbuds, bro. The echo kicked in now for some reason. Mr. Ellis Edmond from LE Mobile. So good. You grab the earbuds. So while Ellis grabs the earbuds, fellas, 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 another Thursday. What's uh, what's good with y'all? Man, uh, tried to get a get a quick little workout in, uh, you know, just to still do something for the day. Um, getting into the to the swing of things. Um you know, need to elevate the work out here shortly. Uh, but again, it's, uh, you know, it's good. It's good to be back on here on Thursday. You know, we got some, uh, we got a good guest on here and, you know, Cali represent. Absolutely. And before we give him his propers, I'll, uh, we'll go around. CB was good, man. Hey, um, almost at the end of the week, ready for the weekend. Um, lot of uh positive stuff going on recently so absolutely, um, absolutely. things are good sneakers are coming in <laughs> weather's getting better you know <laughs> all that good, good stuff right yeah all that good stuff yeah man um what a week what a week you know you and i've chatted a few times throughout the week um you know definitely good things going on here and there uh but i look i'm gonna i'm gonna get right into it while while ellis does his thing where we at uh so, fellas, let's rest. So, this is a picture of a guy in the gym with the mask on, and he's doing, you know, he's doing some kind of some type of workout. That's that's what he's doing there, right? Is that so, kind of fellas? Oh yeah, absolutely. There you go. Absolutely. So, Alex, we're just getting into the the last rap. So, we we're talking about this image right here. This, this fella right here, he's in the gym, right? Uh, so I put this up because this week I made my return, long, long overdue return to the gym, um, and I felt like a fish out of water. Like it had it been almost a year and some months, right? And I, I knew I didn't want to go back until after I had been vaccinated, just because you just don't know, right? But I went in and I felt lost. Like I didn't know, you know, how to scan my badge anymore. First of all, my badge—I knew I had the wrong key tag. I just I just grabbed the first one that I saw in my wallet and I just figured that was it was gonna be bad no matter what. Sir, this is a Safeway rewards card. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And then she's like, Oh yeah, no, this this card was canceled like four years ago. I was like, Oh maybe what? I should have maybe I should have threw that away four years Why ago. Why are you still carrying that that card still? <laughs> who was, who was working out of the gym during that time that you wanted to keep those memories of? That part. <laughs> <laughs> right. I think it just got, look, it got held up in the wallet. Um, but anyway, so now, like, everything is an app. So I had to refine my, my password. I had to find everything just to get me back in. Got my, my stuff going on my phone. So anyways, I'm in there now. And I think after I had my first work, I was amazing. I text CB right away. I was like, look, what is proper gym etiquette right now? Like, what are we doing you know, uh, are, are we are we wiping down dumbbells? Like, cause beforehand, I mean, I, 
dumbbells probably something I never wipe down. I always do the bench and stuff like that. But like, what are we doing now? So CB gave me some insight, but it just, you know, felt good to be back. Ellis, um, Ellis and I were chatting earlier, and he said he made his his return this week as well. So has was it kind of the same story for you? Uh, <clears throat> well, for me. I only went once, so I ain't really been in the gym like that. I went and I went and redid my uh, membership. And when I did my my membership, they told me that I could bring a friend free for a year. So since I'm able to bring that friend free, I'm just trying to figure out who I'm going to go with, figure out all the partner and all that. And then they said that the basketball gym opened up on the first. So, you know, E, you already know, be hoping. So once I found that out, I'm trying to get in the gym now. So that's my main objective to get back in the gym, though. Nice. E, are you going back? Are you going back or are you gonna to stick to these these outdoor uh workouts? Man, look, man, me and my bro Mike, we just we kinda of killing the outdoor workouts right now. Like the way we going, we need to start a damn business and start having people out here getting their workout on, on in the cul-de-sac. You know what I'm saying? But um nah, but like Ella said, like hooping, man, like it first of all, it's been a minute for me, but it, it's it's a different level. And of course it's always the first love of mine, but you know, hooping to me, I mean, it's everything, right? Your cardio, you get that good workout in. It definitely would kick your ass if you ain't ready for it. Um, and last time we was out there, I think it was like three games. And I was just like, who am I trying to impress? The marathon will not continue with me on this last game. <laughs> and, and CB, you you never you haven't missed a beat, right? You've been going straight through, right? Um, So I didn't go – for probably the first like three months once everything opened back up last year. So um, basically through the entire summer, me and my brother were just doing field workouts, similar to what he's getting done in the cul-de-sac and everything. And then um, once after a while, it became like, all right, well, we'll go back into the gym. We're just going to make sure that we're doing everything that we can because we know now we're taking like an extended risk. So um being in there long sleeves uh when i was initially starting in i was wearing like uh baseball gloves like uh like batting gloves and stuff mm-hmm. um you know masked up wearing like i'm in there in hoodies and all that kind of like just start trying to limit my my contact to everything um looking like the dudes that you know when i was like in high school and college i would have made fun of for having gloves on in the gym <laughs> but um but like uh, I've got my first shot and everything and I'm starting to feel like a little bit better about stuff. But so I'm not wearing the gloves every day, but when I, I'm still doing like I was telling you, wiping everything down beforehand, afterhand. Um, when I come into the gym, I'm putting hand sanitizer on, like just trying to do everything um, that I can because I know still like we're, we're still in a pandemic and still got to take a risk. But um, I was one of those people that last year I ended up I lost a bunch of weight but it was like the weight that I didn't want to lose. So it was like, all right, man, I got to do something to try to get this back. So 2021 has been pretty good. It's been pretty consistent, but uh, you know, it's, it's still kind of like the wild west out there. Yeah. I feel you. I think like the one positive thing that I've, I've gathered amongst this week of going to the gym is I don't have to see those people who have, they have to talk to everybody in the gym before they get going. Like I, that was, that's always been like mind boggling to me. Like you, you get put your, your, your best, your gym, your best gym work uh, outfit on, go into the gym and then you got to go greet everybody and have 
probably the same conversation with six, seven different people before you even start. So now with the distancing thing, I think that's like the best part. Like you don't see any of the, the people lingering and, you know, just want to have a conversation about random stuff. So, so far, so good. You also don't have like the same old people messing around in the locker room trying to talk to me <laughs> before they take the shower. And I'm like, bro, don't do this. Like, what are you doing? Like yeah, those people that you see right now, <laughs> <laughs> people that you see, they literally go to the gym every day, but you've never actually seen on the gym floor. They're just always in the locker room. Like either just got out of the steam room or going into the steam room. Like, nah, man, we don't got anything to talk about, bro. Yeah. We got to so. do this right now. Like yeah. Right now, that's when you gotta have your AirPods in all the time. So when somebody <laughs> talking to you, just act like you're listening to the music. Even if they're dead, you just gotta have them in and just you know keep going on. I, I don't get it, man. I just never that that that's never been my thing. Like I, if I go in, it's I'm set purpose. Like you know, I brought people to train with me before, and we may chat, but like I don't have any gym friends. I mean, like you see me when we go, like try to slay in the big the type the the best kicks that you got and have everybody look at you and just like why the hell is he what, who does he think he is wearing these three hundred thousand dollar yeezys on his feet but he looks good working out in the right? someone who's not still gonna talk to you in the gym because don't talk to me right, right. <laughs> so I, I wanted to lead off with this story but i figured it'd be a good kind of middle story look here we go here we go here we go <laughs> Here we go. Oh look, let me give Ellis the backstory of this real quick. Ellis, you have to understand this this man is definitely a stand for J. Cole. All right. And he's about to give you the biggest dissertation of how no other album or, or like at the end of the year we do like a, a top was it top five? Yep. He's already put this in his top five. So he's really looking for the next four albums that are supposed to go on this and ain't even heard it yet. Three. So well three. Because I oh, you're right. You're right. You did say three. So, so I'll give you that. That, that all on the that all on the way to Aspen is going to drop this this year, and me and CB are definitely taking one of those top five <laughs> spots when that when that album drops. So we got three. But look, to be fair, the year uh, I, I gave Revenge of the Dreamers slot two that year, and Rhapsody took album of the year that year because she outrapped all those dudes on that album. That's at least my opinion. But anyways, let's let's get to this. So there's been rumors, there's been speculation. Boss was tweeting, you know, they got all the you know the internet going. You know, there's there was a couple of J. Cole tweets, he started tweeting again, and then he laid this one. So the off season is here. And it's like, I guess it's the culmination of all the other three. He's calling this an album, but it looks like it's the culmination of the other three mixtapes, the Friday Night Lights. The um, what's that? The uh, is escaping right now, but the other three, just whatever. The other three mixtapes, it's supposed yeah. to be best body of work. So, again, years in the making, bro. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this. After we get off the show next week, we may end a little early. Uh, I'm just putting it out there. No, no, I think we can end on time because it's not gonna drop till midnight anyway. Unless but it I'm drops not. early, all of a sudden the feed's just going to cut out. People are going to be like, yo, what's wrong with StreamYard? <laughs> what happened? Nothing. What happened Kaleo just show? pulled the broadcast. <laughs> to the show. No. Uh, so. That, I guess. I so let me, know. So let me ask you a question. What, what's, 
other than like being honest, like what's your expectations of this uh, this drop? Like, do you, do you ever do you ever give him too much expectations where you just be like, mm, that wasn't it? But it, like, you can have a good album, but it just not be it. Um. <laughs> yes, I will say that because, but you know, nowadays I don't because of the progression. I've seen you know the earlier stuff like on um. The first album, I mean, Friday Night Lights to me was better than um, Sideline Story. And then Sideline Story was enough to, like, you know, okay, well, what's next? Because he was he was just getting out of the mixtape game, and where are we going with this? And speaking of where we're going with this, give me once we're going we're to take a quick pause for the calls. Let's do this real quick. Oh, <laughs> he's back. He's back. Yo, 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 yo. <laughs> Grant Thompson from the DC Shop High is here. Oh, oh my God! Look, he, he's dropping in. Grant, what's up, brother? Hey, hey, E. What I'm up? getting up your status, man. I'm trying to get a key. <laughs> I see. I see. Oh wait, hold up. I see that. Hey, look, shirt, you and know. he's repping. He's got. Oh, look at that. Oh man. Okay. Okay. Get a, a key to the to the to the to the uh, studio, man. I see, I see, man. What's going on with you? How you doing? I'm good, man. I came bearing good news tonight. Okay. And I just want to, I'm, I guess every time we encounter each other, it's always like an exclusive. So I want to break this exclusive tonight and tell all of the We Are Something Else um, family that if you order a shy pie and you order it through, or you come as a result of the We Are Something Else podcast, the DC Shy Pie is giving you 10% off your purchase. That's going to be our word. Now, let me give you all the code. Here's the code. Uh oh, so I better get, to get your, pens and, your pens and paper together because this is important right here. Yeah. It's a cheat sheet. Code. And, and, and I'm sure uh, they're going to post it so that you all can see it. But the code is WRSE10. WRSE10. When you WRSE10. WRSE10. I'm sorry. When yep. you go to our Toast Tab um, platform to order, they'll have a, a, a spot for you to put in a promotional code. Put that code in and your your uh, purchase will automatically ring up 10% off. Gotcha. That, gotcha. That is beautiful. Now, Grant, while we got you here, we got two homies from Cali here. Well, you know E is from Cali. And tonight we got a black business guest, Mr. Ellis Edmond. We're going to have to reintroduce him again soon. But doing, he's sir? he's out in Cali. How you doing, and Ellis? We got... We, 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 they they want to they wanna get one of these pizzas in our hand. So I'm telling them, you know, we're working on getting it out there to them. Okay, okay, yeah, let me know. Yeah, especially E. E hits me up every day talking about when can he get a, a pizza in his hand. Like, look, man, you know, we're going to get this. It's going to happen. My word, I'm going I'm to work on it Monday. So what what type of pizza do you want? I'm, I'm going to let you just go ahead and send what what, what you want to send out. We know it's going to be fire regardless. So whatever you want to send, we're going to accept. And uh, we got plenty of them out here that's definitely going to uh, uh, taste test that for you. Okay, so I'm gonna do a sausage pepperoni, and you can start there, and I'll make it Monday, freeze it, and we'll ship it on Tuesday. 
So yes. that's a beautiful I need, thing. I need address. I need an address and all of that, and uh, we'll go from there. And then once uh, I ship it, I'll text you with the tracking information so that you can track and see its progress. Got you. Appreciate that, and I'll and I'll sit, I'll shoot you that information uh, over to you on your site. Bet, and then you can let me know when you get it, um, how how it tastes and all of that, and uh, I want your experience to be as authentic as somebody who just picked one up from the crib. Got you. We'll do. We'll definitely Bet. do that. All right, Grant. We appreciate you, man. Thank come you always guys. come bearing good news. There we go. We got it. All right. All right, brother. We'll talk to you soon. Appreciate you guys, man. Peace. Take care. No right, one man, drops exclusives like Grant Thompson, Grant bro. Always comes with exclusives. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Eve, when, when you get your slide, you, I think that, that pizza's probably already committed to a couple of folks. Yeah. So yeah, we make gonna, sure you, you know. Yeah, we're going to. We got to hook Ellis up. We're gonna, you know what? Let's, let's do this. We got to do. Let's, let's yeah, let me know. I'll pull so, up. Look, we are. This is our black business series. We'll get back to the less rap, but we got to introduce him proper. Don't want to do him do him wrong. So tonight on our black business series, we got Mr. Ellis Edmond from LME Mobile Eco Detailing. Welcome to the how show. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? Welcome to the show. We had a couple of tech uh, audio difficulties earlier, but we're gonna do you right, man. That's how we do our black business series. So while we're there, let's just jump right back into this. Um, anybody else looking forward to this album? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. You were say, I was telling you my expectations. I think because he's he's gotten better. So I, you know, I really don't have too many expectations. I just want to listen to good music. No, I get that, but that's why I mean, I asked. Like, I mean, me and me and Mike was you know talking the other day. Like when Kendrick dropped, like what is our expectations of that album? Right, it's been so many years. We we haven't heard anything leading up to when this to come out. Like unless he drops a couple of you know uh, <laughs> what we say ad libs first, because you know you got to get the ad libs trouble first before you get a verse. And then once you hear a verse, but it's like being a, being away for so long. What's our expectations of like a Kendrick album, right? Like are we looking for every song to be just? It's got to be that hit. You know what I mean? Compared to just saying he can come back with an all right album, but if it's good music, then we'll accept that. You know what I mean? So that's why I'm saying as a a super J Cole fan that you are, you know, would it would you have an expectation that's too high too high of the album itself? Nah, I mean, I, I, again, I just think that at this point, I know the music is going to be good. And now, it may take it, it took me a while to get into. All of the dream, like it takes a while. Like, um, what's the not Forest Hills Drives, but the one right after, um, the one's escaping me right now. The one, um, he's standing on the, the uh, back, his back to the album, that one right now, Four Eyes Only. It took me a while to get into that one. It did. I mean, because it was a themed album, and you know, he kind of switched up completely from the one before. Forest Hills Drive was like a culminate of just where he was at in the beginning to where he is now, then all of a sudden, you know, that one was more of a a story. But it took me a while to get into it, but it, it's good. Grant, um, Ellis, are you a, a Cole fan? Um, I, 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 I listen to Cole, but I'm not going to say I'm a Cole fan like that. Like, I rock with Cole, though. But mm-hmm. I listen to all type of music, but I'm not really Absolutely. on the new music. Okay. Like, all Which, the, the new... No, I feel you. I feel, no, and I'm assuming and your top your top three may reflect that. So I, I'm definitely can't wait to hear. <laughs> yeah, so, wait, so when you 
top three? Are you saying top three for the year or top three period? All period. time, everything, yeah, period. Like your 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 your, your favorite three albums okay. that you rock. We're we gonna get to that at the end. That's always <laughs> okay. a good conversation okay. piece. Um, CB, anything about this um, masterpiece is getting ready to drop next Friday? <laughs> I mean, um, I am looking forward to it. Uh, it's one of those uh, things where um, I'm certainly not gonna put myself in the same tier of fandom as you uh, when it comes to Mr. Jermaine, but. Definitely excited. Um, I was a big fan of the Revenge of the Dreamers 2 uh, project. I thought that was dope. Um, and, you know, I think I've told you guys, like, I haven't spent, since we got into quarantine, I haven't spent a whole lot of time messing with newer music. I kind of went into a comfort zone of going and listening to stuff that, you know, uh, kind of defined my growing up years and all that kind of stuff, like the the music that you can always go back to. And so, that includes like Friday Night Lights. That, that includes going back to some mm -hmm. of those mixtapes that we just, the homies used to just get in the car and we would just mm -hmm. go riding around and, you know, having a good time. And so, you know, it, it is, it's dope that after all these years, we're finally getting the project. And, you know, I went on to Twitter saw that i saw a tweet and yo testing like is this thing on and i was like oh shit does kaleo know i was like does he know <laughs> i saw that one last i didn't see that one at first i saw after everybody started retweeting but that was after he had announced um but you know he had been done he did the, um, the 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 book he had the notebook with the like the three different things written down it's a boy sideline story and then you know you know finale mm -hmm. you know the hint of the next three projects then retirement you know, I, I take retirement with a grain of salt because everybody's retired and come back. Right, right. So, um, this right here. Look, these are like the two. No, I don't want to give that example. <laughs> these two idiots won't go away. Let's just put it that <laughs> way. They just won't go away. Just keep popping up. It's like, you know, if you go to a shady site on the internet and then from there you get pop-ups all over your screen no matter what that's exactly these they won't go away and so for those who don't know that is uh darren chauvin and uh, eric nelson his attorney and this week it was put out there that eric nelson is filing for a new trial to be had um with some of the like news that broke that one of the jurors uh picture of him had leaked or they had found out he was involved in a Black Lives Matter protest or some some kind of protest, I think, in the D.C. area. Uh, and so they were already saying that, the, you know, that he was partaking in something that was probably prejudice to the case. You know, that was already he wasn't he already had one mindset going in. So they were saying he, they didn't get a fair trial. Um, let's go around. Ellis, first of all, how, how do you feel about this happening do, do you think do you think you'll get another trial uh in all honesty he's more than likely going to get another trial just because of how the law is you know like it's not even about black and white it's about the simple fact that if they can prove that they did that then automatically you know that he was going to go on the black lives matter side so you know what i'm saying it, it's not even like i said it's not even about black and white it's about just Facts. Yeah. yeah. It's messed up, but you know what I'm saying? 
I think we knew they were going to try something. I mean, they, they're just not going to let it go quietly. I mean, but, you know. But I, even I, if we get another trial at the end of the day, he's still locked up. Right. I mean, there's still nine minutes of footage at least of, and at this point it's going to be hard to find somebody who hasn't seen the video. So you're, you're going to have that type of trial no matter what, where you take it. The issue is they, a lot of people thought they shouldn't have done it in Minnesota. They should have had the trial elsewhere. But again, that nine minutes floated around for almost a year. Yeah. Before and, and it's almost impossible to find somebody who hasn't seen that. Yeah. ECB. I I, I hear. Oh, no, go ahead. Ellis, you got it. No, because even if you even if you haven't seen it, just to hear that you had your knee on somebody's neck for nine minutes, I mean, like I don't have to see that to know that. I mean, that's something they write about that, right? Yeah. Yeah, but that's why I think, like, um, because I think when the judge, like, after the fact, like, he was already, when the the attorney was like, well, you know, some of the jurors, you know, talked to family members and probably, you know, gave them, you know, or they heard what, you know, Maxine Waters said. And this, like, it's it's, it's one of those things where it's like, the judge is like saying, bro, this was all about the facts. Like, you can pinpoint what you think is happening, and I can't, I can't tell them, I can only instruct them not to do this. That's not to say that they are. So what's the difference from this dude going to a black light? What did they, did they check everybody's website? You know what I'm saying? They, they, they browse their history to see that they hadn't looked up this, this situation before. Cause then you can still draw your own conclusion from reading somebody else's article, doing whatever. Now I understand that's more standing on one cause, but would it would have mattered if it was a white person that was at the Black Lives Matter march? Would they still be asking for the same retrial? Yeah, and I think that like it's I, I think Ellis is right. Like chances are they're probably gonna find some way, like that's just kind of how we've been conditioned, right? We just we got something that we got a result that was good, but still somewhat kind of feels like, you know kind of too good to be true type thing. You know what I mean? And I think it's, I don't want to say that it's funny, but I'm saying that I can find the humor in someone talking about not being able to get like a fair shake at something when literally a man is dead. He didn't, he didn't get a fair shake at being able to live his life. So, you know, it's one of those things where like the law it, the way that those are it's set up, you know, is not necessarily to always get the bad guys. You know what I mean? Like this isn't a Disney movie, you know, this isn't something like that. But at the end of the day, we'd like to hope that even if they did some kind of, you know, if they had to go and, you know, retrial, that the result wouldn't be any different because right. all the facts are still the same. Like nothing changes. Mm-hmm. And I don't think like, the, the real concept, we all know the real concept behind the Black Lives Matter movement has everything to do with black people not getting treated the same as ever as, you know, as everybody else, white people specifically. And so to go to a rally, which is literally about equality, I don't think like to try to weaponize that is like kind of hilarious. Right. I mean, what's going to be the defense? Are you gonna are you gonna say the the four or five different reasons that you said the first trial? I like get there literally has to be 
one, they, you know, the fact that he's a police officer, they're going to try to, you know, of course it was going to go back to trial. This is a, this was um, this is the first time that a cop has been really convicted. I and mean, you had the lady who killed both of them, John, I think she may have been, you know, one of the first two. But I mean, this one with Chauvin. Remember, he, this hits different because this is a white dude. Like, yeah, it, yeah. like the, the, you know, the first real time where it was the lady. We all know that that doesn't hit the same because women still don't get treated as equally as men do. So yeah. we know that for all of this to actually feel just, it would need to, like the example would need to be made, right. you know, justly, but it would need to be, you know, a white dude. Like that's really the one that's going to hit the hardest. Yep. Yeah. And I find it funny, like all, a lot of these other cases are people are, are trying to refile, you know, get uh, charges thrown out. Like, uh, no, you can't. Like, the, the girl who killed both of them, John, she wanted to get the, the, her charges thrown out. Like, no, you killed somebody, lady. So, I, I'm interested to see. I, I mean, hopefully, it, it's not going to, if, if it does happen, doesn't happen right away. Like, this guy sits in jail for a few years before he gets an appeal to another trial. Because in, in history, normally it takes a few years before that even gets brought back up. Yeah, there's, other, there's other stuff going on. So. One thing, one, one thing okay. I want to say real quick is, uh, so when, when any type of case like that, period, anybody could get a retrial. So it's not just because he's white or just because of the case or just because of what's going on or because he was a cop. Anybody would have been able to get a retrial just because of the simple fact that that's what you're looking for. If you locked up and you got life, you're looking for any kind of any window where you could just try to yep. get something re-going because you already know that your whole life is gone. So oh, it, it didn't matter who it was. It could have been somebody that's defending themselves. If you got any window, you're going for it. Right. Period. Right. Right. And he's about to be sentenced in a few weeks. So that's yeah. really going to be the telltale sign of, you know, yeah. if the judge throws the book at him, I mean, they're, take, I was, they're taking this serious. Yeah. And, you know, you're gonna it's, it's going to be a while. But, I mean, we'll see. I mean, I, I'm still one of those people who are like, Chris Rock said, you know, I should have seen it coming. Like, you know, we could be the best of friends. He stabbed me in the back and called me the N-word, but I should have seen it coming. One one day, I, I should have known that was going to happen. So I'm, I'm still a little sketchy to see how this is going to play out. Ah, but I just wish they'd go away one way or another. But with that said, look, we are here. Episode 96. Ah, black Business Series. And this is, our, look, our first Black Business Series on the West Coast. Appreciate it. With the man. Cali. Like he, is, he is doing his job. He is bringing people to the table here now. Uh, yes, we want to welcome, again, Mr. Ellis Edmond from L&E Mobile Eco Detailing. Back to the show, man. Welcome, man. Uh, so, E, I'm going to let you lead off with the first question, man. Go cool. Cool. So, you know, typically we... You know, one of the biggest questions that we ask everybody is, you know, um, about their businesses. How did you get started? But also, how are you able to maintain during the pandemic of, you know, stuff shutting down and people kind of like hunkering in? Like, you know, how did that affect your business like in, in, in any aspect? Uh, so how did I start? Well, I've been detailing since I was 13. My cousin had a mobile detailing. Well, he actually had a detailing business. So he detailed and his brother had the mobile side. So I would work with them and I've worked with them all the way up until I was like 25. 
no matter what other job I had, I always worked with them on the side because it was easy money, fast, you know, cash. I ain't got to worry about nothing being taxed. So, and it was my cousin. So, um, and I used to, he used to always give me chemicals too. So then when I moved out here, I moved out here when I was, uh, 28, I believe. And, um, it was like, I might as well, I mean, I've been doing it all my life. So why try to come out here and get a job when I could just do what I know how to do? So it took me a while, and then I uh, wrote up a business plan and ah. got it going. Um, now, as far as the pandemic, did it stop me? The pandemic was actually great for me because everybody was doing all of the uh, EDD, and you know, so everybody was trying to blow money. So I'm talking, I was getting money. <laughs> I was getting crazy tips. People getting like fifty dollar tips, and <laughs> so <laughs> it was perfect for me. Like. All these scams they was doing, I was like, yeah, come on, get your car clean. You know, so <laughs> that's what I was doing. Nice. Um, you want to see me? Go ahead. I was, uh, my follow-up question, Ellis, was going to be, I guess when you got started, was has there just always been an affinity for cars? Or like, what, what was the initial draw in for you? Um, just the work? Uh, I mean, like I said, it was just something. So... This was my thing when I um I wrote down 20 things that I was good at. And then out of those 20 things, I took 10. Out of those 10, I went to YouTube, uh, Google, everything, and tried to find ways to make money out of those 10 things. Because the mobile detail is not the only thing I do. I mean, I got my electrical license, I cut hair, I you know, I do a whole bunch of stuff. But um, so after I wrote down those 10 things, I figured once you got 10 things, there's no way you're gonna fail with all 10. You know what I'm saying? So I just went with it all. Nice. Nice. Um so I'm gonna I'm a foreshadow here because I, I kinda I, maybe I see it coming or not. But uh, do you have plans to maybe open up like a storefront? an actual wash spot where you know people come. You know, and you, you can do all that in one spot. You know, you hire a couple employees or whatever. You know, do you have plans for a storefront? Uh, storefront, not really. Uh, I do have another trailer that I'm building right now. So I do plan on having multiple trailers, and I do plan on having trailers in other cities. But uh, as, far, as far as the storefront, I feel like it's more lucrative for me to be able to come to you versus – or and more easy for me to be able to come to you versus the customer having to come to me. I'd rather be able to come to your house or, you know what I'm saying, pull up to your job where you don't have to worry about your car at all. You don't have to worry about coming to me or being inconvenienced in no type of way. That's what's up. What do you, what, I guess, is there a, is there a competition with that? I, I know that the, um, the, the mobile thing, uh, actually, uh, Cleo and I got a friend, uh, Shaney used to do the mobile, uh, detailing back in the day and I, and it was one of those things where it's like once you catch your wave of customers like they yeah. constantly keep riding with you so you know how are you expanding like your your normal kind of clientele uh i mean word of mouth uh instagram facebook uh the good thing is my wife does digital marketing for a living so she does all my marketing so i don't even have to worry about that side um, I mean, honestly, I'm just blessed in, in all honesty. It's like, uh, even when I might have a slow week, like I just have people call me out the blue. So it's just, honestly, I'm just blessed. Um, 
because it's hard to do like footwork now. Like you, you can't, everything is digital now. Like trying to pass out flyers or trying to give out business cards, people throw them out or, you know, like nobody even keeps that no more. So everything is really digital. How, cause you know, sounds like you're kind of a Renaissance man doing everything. You know what I mean? Um, how do you, you know, split your time up? Is the detailing like a large portion of it? Does this thing shift like week to week? Like, how do you, how do you make your time? Uh, well, in all honesty, I sleep maybe three to four hours a day. <laughs> like in all honesty. So I, I, I make my time for myself at night. Um, I got four kids. I got a dog. So I got Once I get home, I got to spend time with them. You know, I got to walk the dog. I got, you know, other business stuff that I'm doing. So by the time I go to sleep, it's like one thirty, two o'clock in the morning. And then I'm right back up at five, five thirty. So just keep going. She nice. That's look, I mean, that's dedicated to the craft or, you know, at least being so let me say a quick funny story real quick. Um, I was watching Kevin Hart's last dick documentary. Um, what's the name of it? Uh, don't don't lose this shit or don't fail this shit, some shit like that. But I was watching that and he was talking about how he gets up early in the morning, like 4.30 in the morning and he starts doing stuff and he's done doing most of the stuff that everybody's else do by the time everybody wake up. And he was like, you know, that's what he do to make his money. You know, he wants to be a billionaire. And if you Google it and research billionaires, billionaires get up at like 3.34 in the morning, every morning. So I ain't trying to be a billionaire yet. So the 3.34 in the morning, I can't do that just yet. You know what I'm saying? But as far as trying to be a millionaire, like I can get up at five and and it, it caused me to change my whole program because I used to, I could sleep in until one, two in the, all day, like sleep. But trying to really build my business and trying to, you know, make sure my family's straight. It's like, I'm a sacrifice right now and I might not get no sleep right now, but in a year or two, I'll be able to sleep as much as I want. You know? Nice. So I, I got a, a question. I know a lot of people have to deal with this issue too. Um, so, you know, get your car all clean. And this is not for you, like us, like us regular people wash their own cars or whatever. Who haven't, who don't, who haven't paid for a good detailing service yet. So we wash our cars and everything on the outside is super clean. But that damn windshield shows all the damn secrets of everything. Fingerprints, dust, like no matter what, everything shows on the interior windshield. Uh, I, need, I need some help or a tip or something. How do you get the interior windshield to sparkle? Because... So listen... I will tell you off air. <laughs> I'm, not about, I'm not about to give everybody, you know what I'm saying, my little, my little tricks. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I got a trick right now. It's the easiest thing in the world. You're going to be like, wow, just that? It's that simple. Wow. Uh, it just doesn't, so doesn't fail. Me, once once we're done, I'll show you that. Okay. It just doesn't fail. Like, I know. Just and then when you have to hit the defroster, it just seems like that just kicks it up even more. It's just the worst thing ever. Kaleo, tell me you have kids without telling me you have kids. Right. I mean, <laughs> you know, the, the back window shows that aspect, but no matter what, like at least I don't have to look well, out see, that drive. Out here, we don't really have that, that fog problem though. 
You know, <laughs> it ain't really it don't right here. So yeah, 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 right. I don't, that, I don't think I've ever had to hit that defrost button out here, bro. <laughs> they don't even make those on the West Coast models. <laughs> Sorry. Now, but I got a question for you as far as like your products, because I know like that's a big deal with, um, you know, dealing with uh, uh, whether it's environmental, but also just the type of products that, you know, you put on your car, whether it strips the paint or, you know, like you got like the. I know I remember at one point in time uh, when you really into your car, you would pay attention to the car wash that you would go to, depending on what type of uh, brushes that they use so that the brush wasn't a certain type that would scratch your paint up. So what what are some of the things that you use that are kind of more detailed to like keeping a person's car kind of, you know, like fresh and new instead of, you know, like a harsh wash at a, at a, at a car wash? Um, well, basically I use all products that from, from like, um, detail supply places. I don't go to like AutoZone or like Walmart. So I'm gonna go to like Chemical Guys or I go to Hot Wax or order them offline. And um, I use those type of products. And then I also have, as you as you hear in my name, Eco products that's separate where I don't even use water. It's straight Eco. Um, all it is is a spray on and, and you wipe it off. It's longer. It's way harder, but. Uh, I don't know if you remember back in, I know you'll probably remember E, but a while back, it was a, a shortage of water. So if you go in like Beverly Hills or you go in uh, Santa Monica, they against water. You know what I'm saying? They didn't want you to use water. So if you want to be a detailer, you still got to find other avenues and other ways to do it. So I have a whole eco-friendly service where you don't use any chemicals that's going to, um, you know, mess with the environment and, I ain't got to use no water. So it's just, and, and another thing, even though I've been doing it since I was 13, like all the time I'm on YouTube looking at new things to do or new ways or, or new chemicals that they have. So I just like to always keep myself up on all the new stuff. Do you have like specific packages? Like what's um like if, like what, what, I guess what has been most popular uh, during the pandemic? Anything like that? Um, most popular is my full detail, and it's 140, and it's but it's a wash, wax. Uh, you get carpet seats. If you're uh, if you got leather seats, you get a condition. You know, and most places that you go, if you drive there, it's more than 140. And for me to come to you, you know, it's pretty good. So it's not a uh, bad deal. Yeah. So that's what most people get. Or if, um, or other than that, it's like washing the wax, you know, because people like the outside, they call it looking good. So that's 65. So, but that's, that's like the most that people do. Got it. Got it. Because if you get a, um, if you get like an interior clean in a wash, it's 90 bucks. So you might as well spend 140 and get the rest of the, you know, the car done. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. Um, do you have, or have you considered having like a, a membership where people pay an annual fee and you know you you offer these services for the year you come to them and do you have anything like that uh yeah no so it's kind of hard because people don't want to do memberships for car service um when i was living in new orleans and i was working for my cousin that's how he walked or operated he dealt with like lawyers, doctors, pastors, and he would have monthly services with them, but he would have 
the keys, the garage door openers. He would have the um, like in the morning. They would. I'm not saying like he would have it, but they would leave it for him in the morning. <laughs> like they would leave. Well, actually, he had the garage door openers, okay. but he would have uh, the keys would be in there, the um, credit cards would be in there, and then we're detailing. We started like two thirty three in the morning, and start detailing. We detail the cars and then fill the cars up, and then after that, we come right back, and that was his monthly service. Nice. Now, but he was ridiculously expensive. <laughs> I mean, not for real. Like my cousin used to charge like I want to say it was like sixty five dollars just for a car wash. Damn. Yeah, and, and they and everybody paid it. That's the thing. If everyone's willing to pay, then yeah, you know. I, I'm still trying to figure out how he did. So, I, <laughs> yeah. What's the secret sauce? Tell, yeah, because if I tell somebody sixty five dollars, they'd be like. 65 for a car wash. What you doing? <laughs> so I don't know how he sold that. But and this was in like the 90s, early 2000s. So 65 was more than it is now. Yeah, he was definitely bathing, bathing them cars in Fiji water or something. Cause damn, yeah. 65. Hey, but look real quick. I um I kind of spotted on your um on your page. You're doing some type of raffle, right? Oh yeah, I just started a raffle. Um, so. I'm giving out. Uh, if if you first place, you get four details. Uh, you get a full detail, and then you get three regular details. Um, I come out once a week. Uh, the day is random because, of course, my days some days are full, some days are slow. So, but it'll be once a week. Um, now, if for two of those weeks you can't do it, that's not my fault. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's a month service. You know what I'm saying? I'm just keeping it 100. So one service. So, you know, I'm going to work with you. You work with me. But also, first place, you also get a brand new pair of um, iPod Pros. So, you know, uh, second place, you get a wash and a full detail. Um, third place, you know, you get just a uh, wash and a wax. So DM me. Uh, I take all payments. It don't even matter. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Except nice. the check. Anything but checks. Nice. <laughs> Everything's digital. You'll find that one person that's trying to write you a personal check and be like, yeah, come on, sure. man. <laughs> man, come on, just download Zell, man. <laughs> like you've never heard of Venmo, like PayPal? Like, come on, man. Uh, do you um I guess so do you do you use like Square? Do you have like uh do you do man, like all everything. the different yeah. When I say I got every, I got everything. Like I take credit cards, I take Zelle, I take PayPal. And in all honesty, I, I take checks from clients. You right. Know, just not for this, because I have a, a I have a few clients that only pay me in checks. You nice. know, so I mean every landlord still wants a check for some reason. So yeah. you know that part. <laughs> so that part. you got this uh this this boat right here in the middle, right? And and I'm intrigued because I can imagine how much work goes into a car, but mm -hmm. what goes into like a boat? Like what? First of all, how long does that take? And like what? What do you? Uh, what do you do? So that boat took two days. Damn. It was a, it was a wash and wax, but it was a thousand dollars. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you're gonna work those two days. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But what does right. it, it take a lot? Because especially when it's in the water, you have to pull it to one side. And then once you get it to that one side, you got to do that side. And then after you get through, you got to 
unloose that side, go to the other side, pull it back on that side. So it's a lot of work. Wow. And you do that as a one man job or do you have a team that helps you with a job uh, of that have, scale? Well, um, a, a good friend of mine, uh, it's my business partner. He, uh, me and him do mostly like the boats. Um, and he actually works with me, but he just had a baby recently. So, well, congrats yeah, to him. Kind of, uh, yeah, he kind of, you know, been taking care of the kid, which I understand. You know, I just had a son too, my son, 10 months. So, oh, oh congrats to you, had, man. Yeah, so, so, when I had my son, he held it down. So, nice, nah, the other way around. And same thing, you know. How did uh, you guys jump into business together? Um, so I already had the business going and he had his going and, um, mine was more advanced than his, but we both had skills to do it. Mm -hmm. So, and also he has a nice following on Instagram. So we put everything together, all of the equipment, all of the experience, his following and went from there. So you, uh, What's uh, any of the kids getting the, the uh, inheriting the business or, or one of the many businesses that you have? Do you see this going to to, you know, one of them when they get old enough to, to take on like they, they riding with you to, to see how to how to how the ropes are, you know, with the job? For sure. For sure. So um, my middle daughter, Savannah, she loves to work with me. Uh, if you look on my Instagram page, it's a video of me and her working together. So. Um, my son, he lives in New Orleans, but when he came out, uh, he was working with me. And the first day he was working with me, it was an actual job. And he got paid, made like, I want to say like 150, 200 his first day. And then the next day he got in trouble. So it was a punishment, you know? <laughs> so not, it wasn't no money, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, because what happened was he came over and, and he was supposed to uh, go to bed because he was going to work the next morning at six o'clock. Well, he said he was going to sleep and I, I wake up, catch him in my daughter room, not sleep. You know, it's 2.33 in the morning. So the next morning when we wake up, now you're tired all day. Now you're moving sluggish. Now you're not working. So now you're in trouble. Now you're not getting paid. Now every time you're trying to walk, I'm pushing you, popping, hitting you. Nah, come on, ain't no sleeping. Let's work. You know, you want to you want to be up last night. So, but uh, as far as those two, I think those two will be the ones that will try to push the detailing. But one thing I want to do is right now I'm in the process of building all my kids' credit up. So by the time my kids make 18, I want my kids to have a one credit. Nice. What they do with it is on them. If they mess it up. That's not my fault. I did my part and made y'all yeah. perfect. You know, Absolutely. So I want my kids to have like a, at least a 750. Absolutely. Like, I don't want them to have to worry about no um, student loans or nothing like that. Like if you want to do anything, your credit is going to be good enough to where you could do anything for a minimum. Right. What's your uh, typical turnaround that you tell people that you can, you know, get them in and out or you can, you know, get done with them? The longest it's going to take me it's probably about an hour and a half. Um, if it's a full detail, it might take me about an hour. Um, the only way it's going to take me longer is if you're getting like the whole car clay barred and all that, especially if it's hot outside. The hotter it gets, the longer it takes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, uh, but like I said, about an hour and a half. An hour is average, though. Nice. 
Oh, well, I definitely got a, a a whip or two. I need I need to get some work done over here. So I definitely highlight you about that. Yeah, let me know. I travel. I'm, when I tell y'all I go far, I go Fresno, Vegas. Woo! Like, like I drive. I'm not tripping. If it makes sense, no. If you're already, if you're ever out here in the East Coast, there's, there's a few cars out here. It's funny because every time I go in the city, like if if it's somewhere where I can, I, I do it. Like I, de- no matter where I'm at, it's not that hard. Like some people, I could just pull up with the actual stuff and just take their car to a self-service car wash and do my thing because they already know that I have a business and they know I know what I'm doing. So they'll give me they'll be comfortable enough to let me go to the car wash and do everything there and bring it there so if i'm now i don't mind like i'm a hustler i i, I work wherever makes sense um i'm i'm just gonna assume the cali weather year-round allows you to do this job year-round yeah no <laughs> because the the way the cali rain works it'll rain <laughs> it'll rain one day and then two days later it'll rain and then it won't rain for another three days and then it'll rain again so that'll kill you because it's like uh i want to get my car clean but it's gonna rain now every time you get you clean somebody car they want a rain check so now i gotta keep going back so it's just like and then like um the month of november december and january is always slow November, that's Thanksgiving. You got people going out of town. December, Christmas, January, you're trying to come back from Christmas because you didn't just spent all this money. So February, that's when tax season start coming. You know, so <laughs> now I'm back home. <laughs> there we go. Um, have you ever had anyone that was dissatisfied? And if, if you have, like, how do, how do you deal with those customers who may may not be satisfied? Uh, yes, I have had a few customers that are uh, not satisfied. And if you're not satisfied, um, like let's say I do your car. One thing, after I finish everyone's car, I have them come out, look, check everything before you even pay me. So I've had a few customers where they look, check, paid me. And I actually had one lady who called me a month later and told me she had a stain on her seat. Man. Now, as a businessman, guess what I did? No problem. I'll come to you and I'll clean your one seat. And that's what I did. Because as a businessman, I don't want no customer being unhappy. So if there's something that I did wrong or something that you felt wasn't done right, I'm going to come out and rectify that because I still want you as a customer. Dope. Dope. I like that. Yeah. That's that good business sense right there. Right. Right. I mean, yeah, I was just going to say that, you know, um, because you you did mention, you know, not necessarily looking for a storefront, you know, do have millionaire dreams. Uh, but so, I mean, what are what's the next step? Like, what's uh, what do you got in the pipeline? Like I said, I mean, I got my hand in so many different things. Um, uh, I got my hands in some investment stuff, um, stock stuff. Um, like I said, every now and then I go cut hair. So I, I just I just try to keep myself busy, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. that's, that's all. I mean, I got one big thing that I'm doing right now that, that I, I think is going to make me a billion now. <laughs> that's in the works, too. I, 
I just, like I said, I just try to keep myself busy. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Yo, pops, what I oh, mean. No. Be careful with the dude under you. He hates everything. He's on the way to be your worst customer. <laughs> you'll, you'll see why he, he, he gets a lot of flack on the show, though. Uh, anybody got anything else before we, we transition? I'm good. Good, man. Okay. So, again, for everybody who's been watching, this is Mr. Ellis Edmund from LE Mobile Eco Detailing, who joined us tonight for our Black Business Series. Thanks again, brother. Thank you. Thank you for having me. One thing we like to we like to thank everybody for spending their time with us. I mean, because you can be doing you could have been out detailing the car. It's still halfway sunny in Cali, I'm assuming, right? You could have been out there yeah. working, right? So I mean, uh, but we appreciate your time, bro. Look, we appreciate your time. Um, so this is where uh, that it was important to to do the the top three. This is this is where that's going to come into play. So everybody that comes on the show, we ask them top three movies of all time, top three albums of all time, uh, and we may have gotten one or two repeats in there. But I'm, I'm, we're interested to hear what you got to say. Let's start with your movies. Top three movies of all time. <sighs> One of them is The Wood. Um, Higher Learning. Ooh. And Law Abiding Citizen. Oh, nice. Three not... movies we haven't heard yet. Yeah. And all of them, are d- The Wood was dope, for sure. Uh, Higher Learning. Man, it, I got to be in the mood to watch how I learn, but it, I mean, it's a really good piece for sure. Uh, Law Abiding Citizen, I mean, I probably, it's one of those ones I, I'll watch when it comes on TV, even if I got the DVD. It's just, just a dope movie. Definitely agree with Law Abiding Citizen from that yeah. standpoint. That's one of the ones where I don't, I've seen it so many times, but if like I'm scrolling through and it's on like, TNT or TBS because they're doing like action movie weekend or something like it's staying on. Right. Uh, let's do albums. Albums. Uh, Styles P. Ghost in the. Uh, what is it? Ghost in the nutshell. I think. That's okay. one for sure. Okay. Um. Jay Z. All of them. <laughs> 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 like when I say I'm a Jay-Z fanatic. There you go. Growing up, like I used to literally buy two CDs. I have one for the house, one for the car. Like that's how much there you go. Jay-Z fanatic. There you go. Like all I wore was Rockwell. When when Rockwell was up, that's all I wore. Like from my drawers to socks, everything. Yeah. So <laughs> uh and and my last one, my last one. Uh, I don't know. There's, there's got to be something that you can listen to from start to finish. And, but it's a lot of stuff I can listen to start okay. to finish. DMX, I can listen to okay, well, his I mean, first three start to finish. Oh, absolutely, man. X, yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay. Kendrick, I mean, his first two I can listen to. Yeah. I, I, good Kid, Mad City, man. You know, let me tell you a quick story. Well, to right pimp, wait, to Pimp a Butterfly, it was a few I skipped over. I ain't going to lie. The yeah. Pimple Butterfly was good, but it was something that was like, all right, Kendrick. You got to be in a mood for that one. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. But so let me tell you my good kid Mad City story real quick, and then you guys are going to laugh at this. So this is what I get from that. That's an important question. 
That's a very important cheesecake for for detail, man. She, she look, it's business, business for she, business. She's hitting you with the barter system right now. Look, yeah. Think about that deal. Um, so, Good Kid, Mad City. This is what I get for. I listened. I didn't listen to it the first time. I listened to it consecutively. It took me a little bit to get into Kendrick, just because it was a little different. And it took me to go to the Kanye concert, him him open up for Kanye for me to kind of start. Okay, let me check this dude out. But I didn't. I listened to everything scattered. And let's be honest, when Lloyd did the remix to um, what's the joint? Um, ah, his first his first big single when Lloyd did the remix to that, that got me in even more. It's very but, hard to concentrate. With your dad destroying the comments right now, bro. Um the good kid mad city joint. So when I um this is what I get for not listening to it consecutively. I when I finally listened to it consecutively, I didn't realize the whole album was about a robbery in one night. That's what I that's what I get for not listening yeah. to it. You're not supposed to listen to it on shuffle. Right, yeah. You're not supposed to listen to Good Kid Mass on Shuffle. That was my I made You couldn't listen to damn on shuffle either. No, hell no, you couldn't. You can I mean, listen to it, you know, backwards. Like yeah, oh, damn was, that's front, how great but, damn was because forward and backwards it told a different story. Right. Amazing album. So it took you that long for you to figure out that that's what that whole that, that was about was Good Kid Mass City? Well, I'm just yeah, saying. Because like, I, just, I didn't get the, the whole the, the, the band the, references for the skits. I'm like, what the hell? So when I finally listened to it, that's from also start out, to finish. that's an out here thing as well. So like that, you it's you, definitely yeah. That's not something that you would have gotten on on the yeah. East Coast. It, the references of you know for them, you know, uh, if you will pulling you know you know uh, kick does and stuff like that for the South, you know, like stuff like that. You got to understand the references of of how they they were addressing, you know. Home I'm from New Orleans. I'm from New Orleans originally, so I definitely understand that because there's certain stuff that he say that at first I didn't catch until I'm, now I'm living here and, and now I got the detail and now I'm in all these different areas. Now I'm in these different hoods. <laughs> now you start you start hearing stuff and you're like, oh, okay, so this is what he was talking about. Well, this is the part of the show when you go hear stuff and you're not gonna know what he's talking about. Meaning E. So this. is... This is the is it just E portion of the show. So this is where E oh, is gonna I got give. It. Oh, I'm sorry. I got my third album. Go for it. My third album is Twister Adrenaline Rush. Ooh. Hey. Gotta be nice. the first uh Twister that I think we've gotten on. Yeah, here. that's the very first one. Okay. <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right. So this is where E is gonna give an opinion. It may be unpopular with some. You might agree upon it. So, all right, E. <clears throat> so real quick. So, again, like, I, I feel like we have to kind of, uh, you know, uh, preface, you know, Ellis, this is the reason why you see all the, the outlandish, uh, um, you know, comments uh, about me is because I typically piss people off, right? Um, a lot of them still have a lot of hate for me because I told them that Taco <laughs> Bell was better than Chipotle. Um, I told them that lemon pepper wings were trash. So like, there's a lot of anger and hatred uh, in the comment section about a lot. How do you of feel stuff about lemon pepper wings, Ellis? Okay. How do you feel about that? Um, first off, I feel like that's that man' opinion. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like, what you don't like ain't gonna stop me from liking it. Facts. That, that's what it's all about. Like, like I tell, like, like, like me personally. I mean, I feel like my my daughters. If my daughters see me eating something and then I pour something on it, like, oh, why are you pouring so much? Because it's mine. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I don't care what you like. You don't have to like it. This is what I like. So right. if he don't like, if he like taco, like me, I'm not a big Mexican fan. So to me, Taco Bell is better than most places. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, I was in agreement with that. I was in agreement. I mean, I, I look. Like I, my, my wife will go crazy about that. You know, said, Taco Bell ain't no real Mexican food. Okay, well, it's, it's, it's definitely not. But you know, it's one of those things that people got to understand. And, and with them being on the East Coast, right? So they don't know about you know the authentic you know lady with the taco spot you know right on the corner. You know where yeah, she got yeah, the yeah. official street tacos out here is everything. You know what I mean? So uh, I just try to preface that. That's just a little background. Uh, in in and I try to keep the uh, the subject based upon the the guest or whatever hot topic we got going on. And because you detail cars and and you know not just cars but boats, the whole nine. I figure I might as well get into the automobile era. And uh, this week uh, is it just E? But uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say that uh, foreign cars are by far way better than American cars. Uh, it depends on what foreign car you get. I get that because because for every foreign car that you say is trash, I definitely got an American car that is super trash waiting for it right right behind it. Because I'm gonna tell you right now, ain't nobody driving Buicks out this hole. I agree with that, <laughs> but do you know that the fastest car was like a, I think it was a Dodge Viper? Oh yeah, I'm not. I'm definitely not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not definitely. I'm not going against the fact that there's probably fastest. The American muscle is always great. But I'm also looking at it as the the car itself is what it is. I think the Europeans hit something with the I can be fast but also stun at the same time. So that's the reason why I say that's just me. That's my opinion, like you said. I mean, we're not going to agree. And I know it's a lot of people that's about to definitely have some choice words for me on the comment section. And I don't care. Uh, you can at me if you want to see me. You know what I mean? You know, you know the tag. Cali Cool 24. Tell me what you think. <laughs> I, I love it, so man. Everybody in the in the so in the what car would you pick right now? Ah, uh, me. But see, I see. I'm old school, right? I've always wanted that Lamborghini Diablo, like the '90 version, right? The old school Diablo. Okay. To me, that 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 hands down still beats uh, a lot of the other ones. Like I give you right now, Maseratis are trash. They're a trash car. You know what I mean? Um, I give you the Aston Martin uh, DB9 though. I still feel like ain't ain't too many you know cars messing with that. Um, See, I want the '67 Mustang Shelby GT. Ooh, I give Ooh. you that. I, I listen. I'm not saying it. Trust me. You know I, I, would, like- I would have. I now again. You talking about track races? Clearly, I think you know. The, clearly, American muscle as far as this straight down. You know, uh, straight away it is what it is, but. Like I said, for me, the the appeal is fast and stylish instead of just the the Shelby looks like shit. It's almost like the uh, I give you for instance, and I still feel like, and it's to me, it well, first of all, it is a foreign car. The Skyline is the ugliest Toyota out there, but it's the fastest son bitch that they have out there with that damn engine in it. But I still wouldn't pay ninety thousand dollars for no damn Nissan. I wouldn't. Hey, I agree with you on that. Look up the Dodge Omni. 
The Dodge Omni. For top will know what I'm talking about. No, the Dodge <laughs> Omni is. Hey, don't sleep on Dodge. Made, no, no. The Dodge, look at the Dodge Omni. It has a Shelby engine in it. I wonderful. That and is that is so those cars. Wonderful. They hadn't made one in, since the '80s, but those things still go for like fifty, sixty thousand dollars. That's wonderful. And hey, I was say, I'm just saying, look at the Dodge Omni. It, with the foreign cars, I kind of want an A8 though. Now, see, now there's somebody that's on this that's on this podcast that got his hair out with a headband that got a chance to when I tore my Achilles, he got to be in this car that was an Audi, and he still to this day got stories about when he got to drive this Audi, this S5 V8 engine, mind mm-hmm. you, and how that thing went. Uh, so when it comes to Audis, like the RS7, still to this day. I, shit, that's got the uh, the Lamborghini uh, engine in there. That's See, seven. Look, that's seven hundred. That did Dodge Omni Shelby edition. I'm I'm just saying. I'm I'm just talking about that. And and yeah, you know what? That was the first taste of a, a real like luxury car I had to drive. I got to drive. You know, that <laughs> first car you, wasn't luxury. Bro. It, it <laughs> took me. Uh, that's better than anything I had driven before. <laughs> but it took me. 45 minutes to get out of the parking lot because I didn't know how to start the damn thing. Damn. I'm sure. Who puts the push start center console like where <laughs> the, the emergency brake goes? Listen, that was the that was the one that was the one downside of that. What of that, in the of hell? That, Literally for that I'm, for that year S5, that was the downside because then right after that they put it on the uh higher on the uh on the I'm dash. Sitting there, he, yep. look, he is on his way probably at the hospital at this point in surgery. I'm still at the field in my football clothes <laughs> trying to figure I'm sitting there talking to her like start. Sorry, this is before Alexa. I'm like, start. <laughs> On, I'm hitting all the all the keywords. I'm trying to figure out how the hell this thing is gonna go. And then finally, right, I just so happened. I, I, you know what? I was probably trying to go through his uh, center console, find out what kind of music he had, and I saw the button that said start. Like, what the hell is it doing there? First of all, after I tore my Achilles, this fool was just like, I'll take your car. i like, just give me the keys. I'll make sure your car get on. Like, I'll make sure. Look, it got to where it needed to get to. Let's see, notice I didn't ask. Like, if you asked me if I was all right. About. What, or what hospital I was going to. About an hour, 45 where, minutes later. Where, where your keys at? Where your keys at? I'll make sure your car get home. <laughs> well, you were in good hands. All right, you CB, what hands. you got? CB, what you got? So, I've. The first car I ever had in my possession was a Ford Taurus. And every car that I've had since has not been made in America. So um, I think that there are certainly cars on both sides that it's like, damn, yeah, it, it wouldn't matter. I would drive that shit. But on just on the whole, you know, being Asian, all that you like, come on, man. You know, that's all I gotta say, man. <laughs> so we're going. There we go. Makes sense. Oh man, I'm I agree. Look. Me just pulled that car right. Now. He did that. He definitely did that. <laughs> um, I will agree. Foreign cars, at least on maintenance and reliability, I've found to be better than American cars. Now I'm still oh, I'm driving the low end of the foreign cars. We're talking about like accents, and shit <laughs> like that. And so like the gas was only like ten dollars to fill it up. 
but you know, again, it was it was reliable. I mean, you can get a foreign car easily to at least three hundred, four hundred thousand miles if you take care of it. I mean, <laughs> a Toyota lasts for you know forever. So, I will well, reliability and durability. Yes, foreign cars they they'll outlast American cars. Nah, any car as long as you take care of your car, you good. That's the if problem. You're, don't if you're getting that car, full though. detail from Ellis. That car is gonna last, <laughs> you know, as long as you need. Outside it. gonna last for sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but I mean, like a lot of people don't even get surprise, the oil change they're supposed to. It's a surprise you know, like, that I'm Asian because I got this big ass beard. Because my dad is a huge <laughs> white guy, <laughs> but my mom is a tiny Asian woman. That's how this works. <laughs> All right, all right. So this is the portion, Ellis, where we turn into straight sneakerheads. We we talk shoes. We talk about what's coming out, what's in the collection. Uh, so let's get started. All right, see what we got this week for Copper Drop. Uh, so um, I, I had to double dip this week uh, in Copper Drop. So start image on the the left side of the screen. There are the uh, LeBron Eight V Two Miami Knights that are yes. rumored to be dropping on May eleventh. Mm. I haven't seen them on the sneakers app or anything yet. So it's everything I've read. It's kind of tentative. But these joints are hot. And when they originally released back in 2011, um, they were hard to get. And if you look at the prices on StockX, still going for, you know, like upwards of $800, depending on the size. So um, those LeBrons had to bring up because those joints are crazy. And then uh, this this is just going to end up being a double cop uh, segment for me. But. They are bringing back another um, Iverson, um, you know, the, the fours from when uh, he stepped over to Ron Liu. The thing is, is that they're reversing the colorway. So the colorway that he originally yeah. wore when he stepped over him, the, where the white is on the shoe, it was black. Everything's reversed. Um, but I still, because you better believe I've been following the step over pair on StockX on GOAT. I've been waiting for the price. Haven't been able to get a price that I want. So I'm going to be going after these when they drop. Um, it just, it is, it is what it is. Uh, Iverson's um, MVP season, you know, I, I yeah. loved everything he was doing during that, that period of time. And these shoes are part of it. So I'm attempting to cop both of these. These are, this is a double cop. 
Alice, what's we'll go with you? Oh man, I couldn't even tell you what shoes coming out right now. <laughs> if, if you had your if you, you had your play at any one of these shoes or both of them, would you cop them or drop them? Like, would you would you go after them? Uh, I probably cop both of them. Yeah, nice. I probably cop both of them for sure. Ah. Uh. First of all, CB, did they did they have a, a price point on what the uh, the LeBrons? One eighty. One eighty. All right. Yep. So here's my thing. I definitely would probably try to cop both of them, but there's something about wanting to cop the original stepovers than the than the, the reverse colorway. One hundred percent was almost kind of like any other reverse that it was like like for me. I can't wear the 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 all the uh, alternate uh, Bel Airs. I gotta get the originals. The Great Fives is cool, but it's like the Bel Airs is like always the originals for me. So I can't do the reverse, but I still would have them in the collection just to keep them in there. So it's a cop for both of them for me. Yeah, it's a double cop. <clears throat> I mean, I-, I love the LeBron retros, the Miami Knights. Uh, those colorways haven't let me down. Out of the year, you know they they've come out, uh, and then those I, I love the reverse colorway at Iversons. Yeah, the, the OGs are tough, but it's just something about this one. Like I like the predominantly black look with the kind of like the swoosh of the the white going through it or whatever. Um, so yeah, it, it'll be a double cop. I'm not getting my hopes up for the bronze. So that the the retail price is always sexy. It's that aftermarket right. price that you sure. really need to look into. One because- of the to, to kind of piggyback on that for a second. One of the things that kills me is I love watching um, sneaker shopping that Joe Lapuma puts on for Complex, right? And when they're going through with whoever his guest is to walk through the sneaker store to actually start like buying shoes and stuff, they profile the um, they profile the sneakers that each of them are wearing but they always give the retail price. I'm retail. like, bro, don't be telling people <laughs> that they can get, you know, whatever for a hundred bucks. Like that's not what they can get those shoes for right now. That's not what they're selling them in flight club where you're at right now. That's not the price. So it just always kills me. They're like, yeah, it's 180 bucks. I'm like, yeah, but I'm going to end up having to pay seven because <laughs> exactly. got out to the bots and you know, the resale market, like, come on. Exactly. All right, um, so Ellis, we're about to do for the soul. Um, when we spotlight the shoe, you are the guest. Uh, do you want to go first or do you want to go last? Well, I'll go last. Okay, uh, I'll go ahead and I'll go first. I'll make it, I'll do it easy. So this week, everybody know what, what box this is. Oh. I do some digging through my my crates to get it, but uh, mm. we, we got the blue toes. Mm. With can't tell, but these are sail laces, um, <laughs> to match that that uh, we got something else sail merch that we uh that we got. So yeah, just a little little something slight blue toes. Put them back in the in rotation. Yeah. Where you cop the sell laces from? You you didn't drop oh. them in my box that that came. Uh, you know I for, I completely forgot because they sitting right here. I knew it was one thing I forgot, but I got you. Uh, Rope lace supply. Oh, now they also check because I gave their name out on live TV. <laughs> uh, who went up next? CB or uh, E? Let me go before uh, CB knock everybody out the park. 
Um, <laughs> in in honor of uh, the weather getting better, as if it was bad out here, but um, the uh, summertime, right? And uh, I'm going back to um, where Jordan was dropping all the uh, the infrareds out. And everybody was a little skeptical. For me, I was the one that was skeptical about the infrareds. But when they came out with uh, with this one, I had to grab it. I'm not a big all white shoe Oof. person, Oof. but I definitely had to had to hit them one time with these. Like, I mean, you can still say these are still kind of icy. Uh, I do wear them, by the way. But uh, yeah, these is definitely ones for the uh, for the summertime. These is with you know some some shorts and and a and a dope shirt and just call it a clean look for the day. You know what I mean? Uh, by the way, you don't wear these on the beach by by no means whatsoever. You, know, you definitely coming back with sand all in them. Huh? Look, my boy Colo, who was in here earlier, he got me hooked on these damn sail laces. Uh, put some sail laces in that joint and they got the, the metal red tips on it. Joint to accent that shoe rail, but you know. Sheesh. Alright. <clears throat> nothing, nothing crazy, crazy. Cause I mean, that means he's about to shut the game down. Nah, nah, nah. We got the one hundred episode coming up, man. I gotta keep some stuff like <laughs> in the he chamber. Said, he said crazy twice. So that means he's, he left out a third one. Can you see that? Can you see what that says on there? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh oh. So these are the the Kim Jones uh, Converse Chuck Seventies that they did. Nice. Um. These, like, unlike any pair of Chucks I've ever seen, feel like I could dress them up. But it's like a, it's like a tan kind of off white look, mm. uh, color to them. Super chunky looking midsole, but it's not actually that big. It just has yeah. like this. It's just this, you know. What it, what do they say? It's fashion, homie. Like you know, they almost whatever. look like the Dior's. Like they they're. I mean, this is a. I've never had a pair of Chucks that weighed this much. Like these, yeah, but they're fire, man. Like these are dope. Um, they did this color and another colorway, uh, but this one I like this one um, the best, and I was able to cop them for retail. So that was that was a win. Can't go wrong with some nice. with some chucks. Okay. All right, Alice, bring us home, man. What you got? Uh, actually, you know what? Before you grab yours, I'm gonna let you all go on last. But I forgot we had a, a send in real quick for the for the soul. Uh, so Mr. Sean Xavier did send us, and not Sean, my bad. I, I did say I was gonna put your shoes up there. Here they are. So look, Sean is is copping. You know the the sneaker game is calling them back in, and he hit me and CB up uh, with two pairs. So I'm a, I'm gonna spotlight the other pair next week too. But these right here are actually pretty dope. Um, I don't know what the model is. It looks like the Future Rider. If, yeah, because uh, I have a few pairs of those myself. But and, uh, um, that's a good looking shoe. Yeah, that, they're nice, super sexy. The, Shout out to Sean for sending them in there. The details on the Puma logo the on side. Carpet, or, yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's nuts. So, okay. Alice, go for it, man. Shut it down. All right, I got the... I'm, so, first off, I'm a diehard Knicks fan. Nice. Okay. So, I got the custom LMAX 95. Hey! Yeah. Oh. Yo! Oh. And this was in the back. Hold on. Okay. Oh, dope. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There nice. Is. Nice. So we talking like Patrick Ewing Knicks, like Allen Houston that yeah, well, he was with them too. Like that man. All further. Nice. Okay. So you I know he definitely he definitely on cloud nine with them making the playoffs this year. It, oh man, for real. Oh man, they look <laughs> <a minute. laughs> 
things have been killing me there. Uh, there was a tweet. Um, and it's funny cause I actually tagged Fomer Simpson on it and he commented, which like, it was like, Oh, it's like we're buddies. Um, but, you know, cause he's a, he's a diehard Knicks fan and everything. And there's just this tweet that it was, uh, it was the Thanos and the young Gamora tweet where it's like the Knicks are finally good again. And it's like, well, what did it cost? the Yankees. <laughs> it's like, yeah. That's hilarious because the Yankees suck this season right now. And, you know, the, the Knicks are good again. And for me, because nice. um, I've, I've told you guys before, my favorite uh, NBA player of all time is Tim Hardaway Sr. And the battles in the 90s that those Heat teams had with him and Alonzo Mourning against the Knicks, that shit was fun. Like that, yeah. that stuff right there made me a basketball fan for sure. Yep. So my favorite player is Allen Houston. There you go. Allen was dope. Man. Allen, and he he was he got paid. I mean, for sure. He he, he took he a lot like, of players away, but he took he got that. He's like one of the only players that left the game on his own terms. Like he right. didn't get hurt. He didn't, it wasn't his time, like it wasn't over. He just was like, I'm done. Yeah. Nah, he's still and he still worked for the Knicks. Yeah, I was about to say he really I'm about to say I hadn't office, seen him in a while. Yeah, yeah Allen Houston office. was dope, man. Those teams, they they battled. I mean, with Ewan and Starks, uh, uh, Daniel, Charles, yeah. all them, all them. Larry, uh, older Larry Johnson, who was balling too at that point too. Yep. Yeah, shout out to the Knicks. Yep. Yeah. Um, real, where can everybody find you, Ellis? Like, um, where can we? What's your social media? Facebook, whatever. Where, where can we find you if we're looking for you? Oh, um, matter of fact, give me one second because uh, let me read it to you. <laughs> <laughs> so, the Facebook is LNE Eco Mobile Detailing, uh, the Instagram is at no, I'm sorry, the Instagram is L underscore and underscore E underscore detailing, and Twitter is at L and E detailing. Dope. Yeah. Dope. Dope. So again, we want to thank everybody for watching. Uh, if it's your first time watching, like and subscribe to the channel. Uh, leave some comments. Let us know what you think about the show. We can do different. Uh, but we definitely want to jo- uh, thank Mr. Ellis Edmond for joining us for our Black Business Series. Man, I greatly appreciate it. All the way from Cali, man. All the way from Cali, man. Look, we yes, got to keep this West thing, West Coast thing going, though. It's a good show, man. We appreciate your time. Um, we have something else. You can find us on IG, Facebook, Spotify, SoundCloud, uh, YouTube for sure, because that's where we are now. Um, this, we haven't promoted this one. Right. Me and CB Single <laughs> still out there. It's on Title. It's on SoundCloud. It's on Bad Camp. All on the way to Aspen. You can find uh, it on Spotify. Uh, Spotify album coming soon. You know we're getting there. Uh, and then we look the official pizza. Of the Real Something Else podcast is the DC Shy Pie. And Grant Thompson came on tonight and he blessed us with that code WRSE10. I'm going to put that in all the social media. So when you order, you know, shout out the the, uh, the promo code WRSE10. I'll put it in notes. You heard it, you know, on our show and get, get that, that save 10, that 10%. That 10%. E, Look, don't hold out on me. 
No, I got you. I got you. Because <laughs> listen, because listen, Mike, Mike been hawking it too. Mike was already putting in an order talking about, hey, let me know when that comes to the house. So, so I can pull up. So I definitely, I definitely hit you when that comes through. Matter of fact, we could do the detail and all that. Same day. <laughs> yeah. There it is. There it but is. Yeah, look, I had, to, I had a piece of the steak and cheese today. My mom took the rest of it home, but she left me a slice or so. Uh yeah, no, steak and cheese is legit, but that sausage and pepperoni, whatever he's gonna send you be, you know, dope. Because that was the one dope. that we tried, right? Yeah, yep. Yeah, that's amazing. Amazing. I think I yeah, I think I told you like Kaleo dropped it off, and I was supposed to have softball that night, and the games got canceled after I'd already driven to to the city. And um I come back and it's like split up into three slices. I was like, all right, I'm just gonna eat one. You better believe like two hours later, I came back and I was like, yeah, this isn't making it to one tomorrow. <laughs> All three slices that Phil gave me. And then he had the audacity to tell me that he thought he gave me too much because he gave me any at all. Right. <laughs> I gave you three slices too many. <laughs> right. But, all right, y'all. Um, stay in the, you can stay in the room real quick, Alice, while we uh in this joint. Uh, but we are so much, y'all. Thank y'all for watching.